0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Generally Casual. I'm your co-host Michael, and joining with me today is Sleepy, or I mean Richard. Sorry, and Corey, but normal. And our special guest today is my name
1: is Nathan.
0: The just Nathan. Yep.
1: Just welcome Nathan. Back, Nathan. Yep. Just, you just know, sometimes I don't. I don't Nathan. feel like being, you know, Nathan. I just, I just want to be just Nathan. You know.
2: That makes sense.
0: We all feel that way sometimes.
2: I feel that way yeah. all the
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's weird that uh, that there's a certain thing out there that'll make you feel, go from Nathan to Nathan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, or sometimes, like, sometimes the opposite. Sometimes I go from just being Nathan to just being like, oh, yeah, Nathan. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah. There's things in this world that'll make you
2: feel that way. Yeah. Most of it makes me feel like Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, have you ever felt like
0: Corey?
3: uh yeah uh normally i'm staring at a dog for an hour straight while that happens
0: that makes sense too (laughs) that is true that's and you know what animals you know it's not on my on my outline but animals are great
2: for when you're feeling pretty toped (laughs) yeah we're gonna use a lot of different Words for that <laughs> in this podcast. Any other word? Any other word? <laughs> so, good.
0: so sit back, relax, and smoke a bowl with us today as we talk about marijuana. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> so uh, the, the the marijuana Ooh, yeah. we're talking about today. Oh, there it is. Deputy with Slim Jim.
1: Oh yeah, that was a good one.
0: They're not a sponsor. Ooh, either. Yeah, no,
1: no, but
0: please, Slim Jim, sponsor us, please. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> we yeah. want you meat. Yeah, <laughs> snap into <a> us. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Richard, what is cannabis? <laughs> Can't even expect me to fall that up. Come on. All right. Uh, cannabis is That's a tall good. plant. It's real good. With a it's Stiff <laughs> upright stem Divided serrated leaves And glandular hairs Oh boy It is used to produce hemp fiber As a drug <laughs> Oh and as a drug is what I meant <laughs> and Nathan's just oh, headbutting no. his microphone <sighs> Nathan exploded <laughs> Oh sorry Apologies um, the, oh. If it gets dried The preparation flowering tops And or other parts of the cannabis plant or Resinous, resinous extract of it Cannabis resin Smoked or consumed Generally illegally As a psychoactive Mind altering drug You hear the coughs in the background? Good That's from Nathan That's Nathan all... that's that Nathan good... made that definition so much better Yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Good.
0: clears throat> So cannabis uh, So I'm going to give you a brief history So yeah that's where that big bowl comes in handy so, just sit back and relax and listen to me explain to you where cannabis came from. So, cannabis actually, like, looking up, like, cannabis dates back to really, really long time ago. Uh, 5,000 years ago to China itself. And we already know, like, China and opioids and things like that are like, yeah, yeah, we smoke in, cl- in dens. <laughs> we smoke on fancy carpets and beanbags. <laughs> well, you know, those ones, They it wasn't their fault. That you, you can blame the British for that one. That is true. Yeah. The, that, it know. looks
3: like this is more up their alley.
0: Yeah. So uh, now they did do it, unlike opioids, for specific reasons to heal people. So they would prescribe uh, cannabis to help people through surgery or help people through uh, earaches, headaches, depression... Funny, we still do that today. Ah. Um, and so on. You know, all kinds of things like that help you with minor pains and aches and help you with, uh, you know, mental uh, mental depressions. And that kind of fast forwards us several thousand years to when uh, – Nathan, how do you say this guy's name? What? Her- Her- Herodotus?
1: Herodotus. Herodotus. Herodotus.
0: Yeah. Uh, to 425 BCE where he wrote about Asians who smoke cannabis. I don't know what else he said. (laughs) For me, as a history
1: major, uh, Herodotus is very, very an important figure in history uh, because he is our pretty much only primary source on a lot of uh, different things like we know about like the Greco-Persian Wars, um, you know, going all the way back there. And so um, (laughs) what's really funny is that Herodotus is kind of known as the father of history,
0: but also the father of lies. Uh, Herodotus was the king of lies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> um, he also and, and this is where I, when I was finding the information he loosely said also he's like other cultures also regularly used it for rituals both in social and religious circles so it was a kind of a it was a uh, popular uh, drug at least for all of that Um. so the Also, in addition to things that happened before 1830, because that's when our regular history starts prop, uh, coming up, the Roman and British empires also required its colonies to grow hemp for both textile and med- medicinal uses. So, it was quite popular <clears throat> before the 1800s.
3: I'm pretty sure they uh, used hemp for a lot of sales on ships as well, because it was a more
0: durable fiber. Yeah. yeah. You, you can make uh, clothing out of it. You can make rope out of it. You can make a bunch of different things. Also... Theoretically, cheaper than most things you would make regular rope (laughs) out of. Yeah. You know, grow a bunch of plants and then be like, weave that together, make a rope out of it. So that brings us into, I guess, more modern day history when rules and laws slowly started to target cannabis. So we have an Irish Irish doctor who studied uh, uh, in India. Uh, Would one of you like to try to say that name? O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. Hey, Richard? Great job.
2: Irish names, I'm, I'm good at. Yeah. Uh,
0: he discovered that cannabis, a uh, cannabis extract, can alleviate the most severe symptoms of cholera. So basically, it's, it reduces the nausea you would get during it, uh, and you would feel a bit better. So then everybody was like, oh my god, let's spread it all around the world. So all, apothecaries all over the world started carrying cannabis, um, and then they would just use it for whatever. They were like, yeah, you sad? Take this, smoke it. Uh, although I think normally it was ingested. It was not. Uh, it was not. Sm- it
2: was not smokeable.
3: It sounds like they're using a lot of oils. And yeah. Stuff. What I was gonna say is actually oils rubbed, is pretty common. Rub
2: um, in. in um, America and in Britain they it, cannabis was actually used in number of different combination drugs mm-hmm. similar to like the snake oil type stuff yeah. cannabis was in all of that and it was usually the oil yeah
0: and it's, that's what we're like i feel a little bit better oh you got you're high <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um after that there's not too much news about cannabis until 1911 and the reason why we're targeting the USA uh in this history is because the USA had one of the most ridiculous amount of cannabis laws made up in this country so there is huge scares and huge uh violent outcries against cannabis in the united states unlike other places although i guess Corey, you can enlighten me at least australia but yeah
3: australia is still pretty dumb about it they, yeah they still have it outlawed um
0: for whatever reason
3: i i don't know might be similar reasons <laughs> that possibly um i think it's there are a couple rules that Australia has had where it's very much kind of like they see what the rest of the world does and mm. then they go back off of that. So.
2: Well, that- I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, like the as we kind of go into this explanation, the like whole war on drugs aspect of it tended to be kind of a global phenomenon that kind of spread from America on that too. Yeah. Entirely was, like, possible. A lot of that.
0: It started with 1911 when Massachusetts outlawed cannabis. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, you know they might have been just they've heard about the starting upcry about you know cannabis is bad. It makes your kids dumb and you know brings them into drug culture. Then in 1915, the Narcotics Tax Act was signed. So in between these four years, many states started to follow Massachusetts and started outlawing cannabis as soon as the Narcotics Act was signed. A bunch of states were like, oh, no, that's dumb. And they started going backwards and then un- uncriminalizing weed um, until 1936. So as this buildup of the 1900s was happening <clears throat> because of pro- prohibition, um, uh, a man named President Herbert Hoover created the Federal Bureau of Narcotics and, and put a man whose name is Harry uh, Anslinger to head it. This is a man who used to work in the FBI as a person who would hunt down rum runners. Uh. So rum runners being the people who would try to smuggle around alcohol during Prohibition. And now that Prohibition was over, this guy was like, yo, I don't have a job or a cool career anymore. I'm just sitting at the head of this agency with nothing to do. So he thought to himself, hey, you know what would be great if I decided to criminalize cannabis? And get that moved along because he would get a huge boost to his career to, hunt, to hunting down cannabis users and people who grew and sold it. So this is basically exactly when the uh, the hunt for cannabis and the outlawing of cannabis started. Um, it was also, uh, as the public campaign started uh, against hemp and marijuana... Um, Kind of like it happens, you know, when people are super racist, they were like, oh, yeah, we don't like Mexicans either because, you know, that's where all the weed comes from. So, and they're all coming into our country and taking our jobs, blah, blah, blah. And so they use that as a kind of boost to de- uh, to criminalize marijuana to be like, oh, well, Mexico and South America selling us all the weed. So we should also, you know, be negative against them. Um, continuing throughout the mid mid 1930s uh, many states started to ban uh ban pot um and this is was the start of the most like racist nationalist um part of America at least in the 30s because of uh how targeted it was to min- minorities so like uh because they interlocked um marijuana with hippies and they interlocked marijuana with Uh, Hispanics and they interlocked marijuana with uh, the African American communities. Uh, It started um, once we get up to Nixon. It started to become a very targeted campaign to be like these. This is bad. These people are bad. Let's take them both down at the same time.
3: Well, they they were Nixon's biggest opponents, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So if he could demonize them, (laughs)
0: Um, shortly after this, 1936 is also when the movie Reefer Madness came out, which helped to make reefer even crazier um 1937 the marijuana tax act came out which you know uh uh, fdr signed into place to tax a medicinal marijuana but this is also when the first marijuana seller was arrested so this is again the start of the turn against marijuana where people view it and deem it as Incredibly oh, bad, a, and, uh, a drug that brings your kids into gangs. And Maybe like, know, bad so a few years so ago. So
1: before we move and, on, for the people uh, that don't know, I just remember really, really funny Madness? and ironic. Reffer like Madness. In Madness. Now with Madness? the perspective um, that we have of being in the present, um, it's it was funny to me, but at the time, like a lot of things were. I could imagine this being threatening to the American public.
2: Yeah, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was based around similar to how like any of those other similar exactly. videos were like exactly don't do this or you'll grow hair on your palms or you it, know to, like so it was made in a way that was basically like a propagandized film to be like don't smoke pot otherwise you're gonna turn crazy
0: exactly <laughs> it it was uh very similar to like uh. Any horror movie where, like, people are consuming something or, like, are touching something or something and everybody goes insane and starts Mm -hmm. eating people. They're like, yeah, reefer's gonna make you crazy and you're gonna go do a bunch of things and be bonkers. When it really doesn't do that. Got it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it is a very funny watch because of some of the 30s. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, and it really helped influence a lot of people's opinions. Um, So, in 1937... That is basically what is why, is why uh, marijuana is Schedule 1 today. It's because it, the Marijuana Tax Act basically limited marijuana to medicinal uses only, <clears throat> but also put so many regulations on it that it basically made it impossible for doctors to use it in the first place. So, And a lot of that stuff is still basically intact today, um, slowly being removed as time goes on. Uh, 1943. Richard, can you tell me who this is? Could not tell Jack
2: you. Jack Kerouac.
0: And who is Jack Kerouac?
2: He is a writer.
0: Um, he is a writer from who made the book On the Road yep, yep. and is from what's called That's the right. Beat Generation. I'm more of an ancient history the, kind of guy. Nathan, do you know too I much about really the Beat Generation?
1: Get some of his early. Um,
0: okay, so you know, the Beat uh, Generation are writers who introduced and America. And I was hoping our historian like know. History. Uh, <laughs> social, um, social history that was going on
1: in that time. Yeah, yeah it really is everyone ever like, talk about world war ii and you know the what was happening at the time but um a lot of a lot of social changes happened during that time and this is one of them
0: it's important yeah yeah uh well and I- And that's actually what why the Beat Generation was interesting because you know I'm not a big history buff, but I like looking into things. Uh, the Beat Generation was actually a group of writers who started basically a turn, quote unquote, against the government, but it was more a turn against um, basically people trying to control each other. Uh, I would what they put on there was like subversion. So like they started introducing everybody in America to uh, pot to jazz. To things of that nature that America wasn't quite accustomed to seeing in everyday, uh, basically going, hey, there's other parts of the culture than just strictly white culture. Like we are a melting pot. This is what we are, um, and there were a bunch of writers who were basically introducing the world, uh, America, to it. This started to make the populace ac- start accepting marijuana as more of a staple. Um... 1944, the LaGuardia report was released, which con- contradicted everything that the government had said in the past 10 years. Basically, everything they were like, Reefer's terrible. It'll make you go insane. It'll change your eyes to purple. Um, and the, the LaGuardia report was basically like, no, that's not what it does. Like, it's got me- medicinal effects. It, it can do this to your brain. And this is like the low rundown on it. Um, <clears throat> and a uh, question yes. before this point.
3: Was there still the limitations on um, scientific studies on the effects of cannabis?
0: Yes, because they it could not be used unless it was for a specific reason. And I, I think the LaGuardia Report was a government-funded uh, research. Got it. But they were hoping that it would come up with negatives so that they can keep enforcing it. Um, in 1951, the Boggs Act was introduced, which was the first act to introduce minimum sentencing. So anybody found carrying marijuana or in possession was immediately given a minimum of 10 years and a $20,000 fine, Jeez. which was like $200,000 back then. So, and this was the first act that was like, hey, this is as the minimum you're going to get for this. And nothing else ha- has had that. And I don't even think like murder sometimes is like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> self-defense. Yeah, self-defense. 1971. Finally, we get into the big thing that's known today uh, is Nixon declares war on drugs. Uh, he made the Controlled Substances Act, which started scheduling all the drugs into different categories. See previous episode. Yeah, in our last episode, so I'm not going to go through it. Um, this is also when, um, what is her name? Oh, Nancy Reagan started up the Just Say No campaign um, and basically blamed pot for destroying generations of youth. Hmm. And we kind of talked about that in our last episode about dare and things like that and how it doesn't really work that well, because what it was what it was basically doing is that um, Nixon, one of Nixon's advisors came out and basically said, oh, no, we were just using pot to target um, as a political uh, ploy to target his political enemies. As Corey said, um, his biggest enemies that didn't want to vote for him were hippies and blacks. So he was using basically pot to be like, "Oh yeah, target those demographics so I can look really good." Yeah. Cuz nothing ca-
3: exactly. That's Ooh. true. If they have criminal records, they can't vote. And then also you're then uh, you're enabling a demographic that potentially has alignments with those views to be drawn into your views
0: on the drugs thing, if they didn't feel one way or another yeah, already. Yeah, absolutely. And this is actually the last big negative, I think, for marijuana before it started the turn uh, back to a positive. So real quick, uh, there's only like five more points. 1977, Jim Jimmy Carter wins presidency and advocates for decriminalizing marijuana. 11 states just after he became president decriminalized marijuana after that. In 1985, uh, Marinol was approved by the FBA, which was the first product that had marijuana in it. And funnily enough, oh, wow, 5,000 years ago. It's almost like I'm getting a flashback that M- Marinol is used for relieving nausea and vomiting for chemo. So <laughs> chemotherapy.
3: Uh, <coughs> which is also interesting considering that there's been science saying that uh, marijuana usage is... Helps reduce cancer buildup. Absolutely,
0: yeah. So, well, oh wow. Yeah, yeah,
2: it also can reduce like tumor sizes and other things like that. Like, there's a lot of not solidified. Well, they haven't had the for it the research, and the yeah, research there hasn't been, it. been enough it's research. It's Also, on Schedule it. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um. So that brings us to the big, the big three. 1996, California was the first state to legalize compassionate use of weed. Uh, which basically was like, if the state deems that you need it, then you may use it. Oh. So we were the first state to do some sort of legalizing, but it wasn't a full legalizing. I don't think it was even medical. It was like, if you need it, we'll give it to you. <laughs> then following 2012, it might have been medical.
2: Uh, no, it wasn't. No, it, it didn't was it? become okay. legally medical or <laughs> medically legal until later.
0: In 2012, Colorado and Washington became the first recreational weed states. <laughs> followed by, in 2016, Nevada, Maine, CA. Hey, do you remember the first uh, state that w- that outlawed marijuana?
2: That outlawed marijuana? Yeah.
0: I don't. It was Massachusetts. And oh. funnily enough, in 2016... Uh, oh, from earlier. <laughs> more than 100 years later, Massachusetts was one of the first states to vote in uh, legalization of weed by ballot initiative. So I'm not quite sure what the difference between 2012 and 2016 was, but that's cool. Good job, Massachusetts, for totally flipping around. And then in December December 4th, 2020, the U.S. House passes a marijuana decriminalization bill. Oh. Uh, but it only passed through the House. It has not passed through the Senate. And it is very doubtful that it will pass through the Senate. <laughs> but it is the first step to decriminalizing weed um, and making it you know, publicly available because it's really not that bad. Well, even
2: still, the decriminalization actually doesn't necessarily make it so that way it's more readily available. It just makes it so that way you don't get sent to jail for doing it.
0: Well, also, so that way it is not illegal to bring it over state lines, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh yeah, the decriminalization. Um, Yeah, yeah,
0: it's so that way a a random federal officer cannot be like, "Hey, Corey, I see that you have weed. You're under arrest." federally instead of statewide so they can bring you into a bigger prison and, you know, dock you down for more things. So today, only six states have cannabis fully illegal. Australia. now I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> six al- states. Australia, the <laughs>
2: biggest of the states.
0: Alabama, Idaho, <laughs> Wyoming,
2: Kansas, Tennessee, and South Carolina. So yep. That was a brief history on marijuana. So if you want to do marijuana in any sense of the word, do not go to those six states. No.
0: Um, And there's a I'm actually gonna put it out with our normal like pictures that go out I have a nice little picture that shows each state and how uh, how it's different so um, There is like something like 15 fully legalized states um, a couple other states that are just uh, I think there's like 10 or another 15 that are medical and decriminalized and then there's a mixture between medical and decriminalized, so it's like you have weed, it's like okay, whatever, but you know you're not supposed to.
2: No the the main thing is is medical is for usage, but it you meaning under certain circumstances you still can do criminal, you can still be criminally held if you basically break whatever the medical uses mm. is. Um, decriminalized and medical means that it's legally medical. You can use use and. Uh, if it's anything like California with their original thing, it means you can also grow a, a small amount as mm-hmm. well. And then no matter if you have it on person or walking around with it or smoking, it's you can't get in, taken to jail for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I'm going to kind of go over before we have a more freeform conversation is uh, how the primo weed suppliers <laughs> distribute their weed. So there's I watched a documentary earlier uh for, about Canopy Grove, which is in the biggest weed distributor in Canada, and they're 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 insane with how they did that. This was before weed was uh was legalized in Canada, so this was their insane process to get ready. They're like, we need to make pounds and pounds and pounds of this stuff to get ready for when it is legal because then we're gonna be shipping it out of the doors super quick make so much money yeah they're gonna make so much money so they have an indoor um, facility uh, where it goes through different stages so first they plant the seed in what they call the mother room
4: mm-hmm. the mother
0: room is where all the mob plants are grown and then from that mom plant they clip off a bunch of stems and they plant those stems into a cloning facility um, to grow that plant again and they do this. Uh, I think they they one mom plant can be cloned up to six hundred
2: times before it has to
0: uh, before they have to replace it. Wow,
2: which makes sense. In reality, uh, a lot of what um, marijuana is and how it's grown is purely based off a of strain. It's actually done very similarly to how like wine is. Basically, when you have a good bottle of wine, you try and recreate that constantly. Marijuana is kind of the same way. Once you've, once you've found basically the f- perfect mixture of this strain, and usually they're based off of their previous generations. So as an example, one of the big strains is Girl Scout cookies. Um, I, Whatever, it does they, a bunch of different stuff enough, and blah, blah, blah. They mentioned that in the document. They're like, Northern Lights, Girl
0: Scout cookies, basic weed for basic folks.
2: <laughs> well, and that's the thing is those original strains are very very popular so basically people want to take those strains Mm -hmm. and say okay I want to take that and then combine it with the effects of this other one and make a blend of those two strains in a very good fashion and then they basically create a mother plant that does that exact thing and then they clone that a billion times yeah um, those those clone
0: plants are put in a hydroponics facility, which is the no soil, uh, floated in water that just has the minerals, so the plant can absorb minerals and nutrients directly. It is seventy percent humid in there, Oof. so you feel like you're you're in a pool.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's a nice humidity. Yeah, that's what I grew up with. <laughs> a good. 70%. They just put all their plants <laughs> in
0: Australia, and then they go, yeah, grow. Um, then after they grow a little bit more, they're transferred to a vegetation room. They're clipped. With a strict hot weather environment, um, weird like Australia. <laughs> um, and then they're transferred to a flower room where they get 12 hours of sunlight, then 12 out uh, 12 hours of dark of darkness. Um, and this is when the the plants flower and make buds. And this is also when CBD and THC is formed on the buds, the crystalline crystal structures the terpenes yeah the terpenes. um after they are matured they're sent to trimming rooms which are trimmed by hand and then they are sent into what's called a twister which after they're trimmed by hand they go into this like little machine that goes that like cut cuts them up but in such a way that they they just turn into the buds and i'm like what? what a crazy machine. What? Um they ba- like it basically trims them to the perfect size and then they come out looking like little nugs Wow. Yeah. Um then it's yeah. dried. I feel it like has lab with and I find it, this really funny I because I, enjoy I think this would be the perfect job when for me. Um, um then smoking. the product is no? smoked or ingested by certain staff members who work there. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. True. That's true. <laughs> oh, <laughs> up there.
1: You just got to find it, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah it's that like, is until you found the perfect strain that you would always want to smoke forever <laughs> it's out there
0: professor nathan he also works at a marijuana facility <laughs> um then uh what they were doing is they were vacuum sealing giant like pound bags of it and then sealing it in the vault that is more secure than a bank and they were just leaving it back there until it was legal. Uh, also, <laughs> oh, the, wow. uh, Canopy Grove is at an old Hershey's uh, facility. Oh, so it's course. huge. Um, and then after it's vaulted, they just send the packages away to uh, the cannabis stores for customers. Do you of think course. they
3: have a, a strain called Chalky Nugs? <laughs>
0: <'Cause if
3: laughs> I would have to look that up.
2: Now. I would have to look that up. I'm going to look
0: that up I'd be now very disappointed this, yeah. if they didn't. So, that brings us to more of our free-form conversation. Now you know the history and how you get your marijuana. Um, and it's vitally important that it is tested because sometimes there could be other things <laughs> in
2: your weed. Get that plant. Uh, we're going to kind of talk flower. about our
0: personal preferences with CBD and THC and kind of what that means. What does that mean? What? The, oh, what? Let me tell you what that means. So, THC. <laughs> uh, sorry. the <laughs> Going back to the south. Uh THC is what binds with cannabinoid C B one receptors in your brain and it makes you feel high or it makes you happy.
2: That is what exactly makes you feel the feelings you do when you smoke. A thing goes and in your brain and goes. Ingest Wah. cannabis. So now,
0: do we
3: have those receptors specifically for cannabinoids, or are they also do you know if they're also used for other things? And they just so happen to be called?
0: cannabinoid receptors you know what that's a great question i think i'm gonna look that up in our our our, our brain episode whenever that comes up yeah okay. um i believe those the he doesn't have the answers to yeah. um i believe like vi uh, not viruses um like uh, bacteria that enters your system um how the antibodies kind of form perfectly like a lock and key right um if not viruses one of those work that way <clears throat> I know the human body. <laughs> so it, essentially, it
3: just seems like at some point in human development, we came in contact with cannabis, and our brain was like, "We need that." And then <laughs> it forms neurons.
2: Hey, I mean, it's been around for five thousand years. Why not? So I, I guess that.
0: That's yeah, it. I mean, uh, cannabinoid is also literally marijuana, and I think it's the only thing. So your our brains could have been like. Here's a bunch of receptors. One of them just has to be, happens to be marijuana. At the first person who smoked marijuana was like, "This doesn't do anything." And then, and then slowly over time, other people are like, "What are you talking
3: about?" I could just imagine you someone not. making that pillow out of cannabis plants,
0: and they're, they're like, <laughs> "Wow, I had a really good sleep." <laughs> uh, the other one, CBD, is it binds very weakly with your brain to the CB uh, CB one receptors uh, because it needs THC. Um, C- uh, CBD helps reduce the psychoactive effects of THC And it just leaves what's remaining Which is usually more of a relaxation for the body So it helps relax muscles It helps you feel a little bit better if you have pain But it does not make you
2: quote-unquote trip out Which will be really important So when And I know we're going to pretty much go into the specifics Of what CBD and THC are good for but it actually has a lot to do with our next part of the conversation about it, sativa versus indica as well. Yeah. So uh, being what you had just said, CBD reduces THC. Well, in a lot of different strains, that's what you want to look for is the comparison of CBD to THC and what is dominant and what's not. Because, as Michael will explain, CBD is really good for these things.
0: Uh, CBD is basically really good for people who suffer from... Seizures, pain, uh, psychosis, uh, as we said before, nausea, um, depression, and anxiety. But I will say that anybody who is predisposed to anxiety and depression, marijuana does not help. It actually makes it worse. Um, So in certain cases, people who are very anxious or depressed might feel relieved by this, but then constant use will make it worse. So it is, it is definitely um, one of those things you should ask a doctor before diving in if you have uh, those issues as a recurring problem for you. Uh, some people who suffer from chronic anxiety or chronic depression refer to our anxiety and depression with Lucky. Um, uh, some of those people might feel a lot better um, having constant marijuana in their system. And some of them might feel a lot worse because... Weirdly, some of the side effects of marijuana are anxiety. <laughs>
2: it is actually paranoia. It's actually very important um, to for those with that actually to stay away from sativa-based sativa, uh, uh, strains because a lot of sativa-based strains will inflict that paranoia because it's such a head high. You get up in your head and yeah. you think about a lot and those with those specific type of issues tend to go into a spiral really quickly.
0: Absolutely. Uh, THC helps with the more solid stuff. So <clears throat> if you feel a lot of pain, you have muscle spasms, THC can help calm those down. And then if you suffer from like lack of sleep, insomnia, <clears throat> or you have a low appetite, Oh, I'm talking so much. My throat is going, bleh, Um, then THC helps you out by making you hungry and putting you to sleep. So, there's a lot, and obviously, nausea and um, anxiety are, is on both sides. THC, though, is that that thing that, if you suffer from anxiety, depression, just stick with CBD. Um, so <clears throat> that brings us to our the I most popular really conversation: enjoy the
1: sativas. What do you pick? More than the Sativa, like uh, indica um, or
0: hybrids? You know, Let um, me throw it, it of off really to our special guest today, area. Nathan, yeah. because I've been doing too outdoors, much talking. Nathan, general. what's your bowl,
4: preference? Mountainous
1: scenery. And so it's, um, it's really nice to get out there and, you know, just smoke a bowl and go on a hike and enjoy some nature. Just clear your mind. It's really relaxing. So, um, yeah, yeah.
0: It is quite beautiful up there in Utah. It is.
2: Yeah. And that also makes sense in essence as as I just kind of pointed out, sativas tend to be more of a head high, but they don't affect your uh body as much. So it inc- it increases your your stimulus and things like that. You end up wanting to do activities, you want to and if you don't, then you just kind of sit and your brain goes crazy cuz it's constantly Trying to think of stuff, whereas I've, if you I've actually get moving, quite. you get active. Your brain kind of turns off because then your body's doing most of the work. it's just going on being really, uh, <laughs> I've known plenty of people who usually smoke a sativa and then clean their entire house. It's a very common occurrence yeah. with that stuff. I've done that as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Exactly. Yeah. And it makes sense. You kind of give in to your body. You let your body actually do the things it wants to do, and you kind of just go. Yeah, absolutely. and it's nice for those type of things.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm in a mix strain. Um, sometimes sativa is like a little much for being super active because, especially within the last year,
2: it's just like it's hard to be active <clears> when yeah. you're stuck inside. I also
0: don't like smoking before going on a hike, unlike Nathan. Um, So usually, like, I won't smoke if I'm going to go be exercising because then it's a little I'm coughing a lot more and just like my body's like. Um, So normally when I'm at home, I'm more Indica heavy, but that does put you in the couch like into couch as as you as you call it. Um, And Indica is very sleepy. So that's the one to turn to if you're having trouble sleeping or, you know, you know, you just need you know, to relax, that's a good one, but don't plan on doing anything. <laughs> what's well, your What's your guys' preference?
2: And that's the thing is what you just actually talked about specifically. I mentioned that sativa tends to be up in your head versus indica is in your body. It That's what kind of makes you feel numb, and then you just get super sleepy because your body's like, okay, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. It's the opposite of what a sativa is pretty much. That's where my preference is because I specifically want to be able to sleep and i want to have a good night's sleep and it knocks you out um it's also what you would usually do if you would watch a movie or something you want to just relax um it it does do a really good job of that
0: absolutely Corey. i know you're more limited but what what
3: do you prefer i don't really think i've had enough experience to have a preference um i think from my experience with uh because i've only had edibles um i think it was mainly a indica strain that i had
2: i believe it was yes. um
3: because literally i it was on while we were doing dnd i don't remember that D session because i just remember staring at the dog <laughs> oh, see, the whole you time that, you melting into, into the couch the and then midway through i had sativa. like a panic attack because i was like oh i'm supposed to be paying attention to dnd and then I realized that I kept <laughs> losing attention to D D. <laughs> no, but I got I, I just got way too like sidetracked by the dog, and I was like, Oh, the dog's passed out. Oh, it's super cute. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh no, I gotta pay attention. So, you know. Uh for me, I, I'm less interested in it mainly because um I I tend to be one of those people that where it's like I want to have control over my mental state, over my body, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah. I don't
4: know.
2: Side note, by the way, um, technically my preference is hybrid, but that's just because I only do edibles, and all edibles actually have both strains in them anyway. Yeah. So yeah, they get mixed. Yeah, and <sighs> so I prefer indica dominant hybrids because of that reason, because I want to be able to be. Yeah. out by it and just get a good night's sleep. actually nathan brought up a good point when he
0: talked about hiking is my mm-hmm. favorite activities to do while high is going to the movies <clears throat> um because at the movies it's quite exciting just to sit there and mm-hmm. just eat your food and watch the experience of the movie while it blasts sound at you um and have an intense visual display in front of you although i feel usually tired after like my my eyes and ears are like what did you just do uh, That's like one of my favorite things. Uh, I'm not a huge I've fan of playing board games because essay. I usually have to do all Stop. the rules for it, and that requires a lot of mental processing, <laughs> which uh, marijuana does not help with. It <laughs> slows you down. It slows you down. But, you know, my friends are constantly like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: He, I, I he feel was our like modern-day Herodotus. That makes sense, though, because, like, creativity kind of goes in hand-in-hand in hand with it, whereas, like, calculation kind of
2: drops, I feel like. I talk a lot, usually. Depends if you're on, not melting. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. is, <laughs> If I do have, it, like, a sativa dominant of anything, I will just go off. And, Your brain's super active. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Which ends up being bad for me, because usually I'll stay up to like, 2 or 3 in the morning, and I don't need to do that
0: uh cory i know that uh, there's less on your list marijuana is but for everybody what is your favorite activity to do while? <laughs>
4: uh, hey seems to be a popular one
0: <laughs> baked
3: but well, while you baked oh uh i don't have one honestly i just don't have enough experiences <laughs> with at it <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's your favorite activity, See, staring at twist dogs. twist is yeah. going to be the dog staring at him. You, as well. You've and seen men
3: who List. stare at goats. Now for the sequel, starring the Australian Corey, Corey. men Co- who stare at dogs. Man, who man, stare man stare at at
2: who dog. stares
0: at dog. <laughs> one dog, one man. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Uh also video games is pretty high up there. But I mean like that's a stereotypical thing. It's like Yeah, see for me it depends games. on
2: what Okay. So the movies are great. So. If it has to be <laughs> so not scary. In general, <laughs> either so video good. game or yeah, movie. Well, yeah. cuz otherwise I will get too up in my head about everything and I'll be like no no no, this is happening for real. Um <laughs> Well, so
3: well, that's coming from the resident
2: horror movie enthusiast of the group. Part of the issue that I've had in the past is, and why I don't do sativa dominant strains is because for whatever reason, my paranoia and deja vu effects get amplified on sativas. So as an example, um, I've had conversations with people where in my brain, I have the conversation twice and think that I'm having the conversation I just had before. (laughs) So my brain is like, you know what you're going to say. You know what they're going to say next, like constantly.
0: Did you ever test that and try to say what they say at the same time?
2: I, no, because my <laughs> brain was on a delay. So I was like...
0: I literally remember
3: being with Richard one time when he was kind of suffering from that. And we were having a conversation and we were trying to watch a movie as well. And you're like, I, we can't keep watching this movie. Like, let's talk about something yeah. for a bit. because. We had to just, like, hang out and chill just to let your brain catch up.
2: Well, and that's the thing is when you when you get to the point where you're kind of having repeat performances associated with that stuff, like, it. I got so up in my head that, like, I had to I think you stop altogether because I was, like, freaking out to the point where I'm, I went way off the deep end for, like, conspiracy theory stuff <laughs> and, like, we're in the Matrix, like, all that crazy stuff. And I'm like, okay, no, I need to stop. Call I recognized down. it. And then... Uh, hey, that might be the case. But in this case, I'm not going to go back to those strains to determine whether or not I'm a time traveler.
3: <laughs> but uh, th- that raises an important point of just kind of recognizing yourself and how your body reacts to different things and then kind of learning mm-hmm. from it, not going like, hey, you know, Snoop Dogg does this one. I'm I'm going to try and smoke like Snoop, which I think would comatose nearly anyone who's not a heavy smoker. Especially
2: um, on the size I, of his joints. <laughs> well, and I, I'm very, to kind of give background on it, I do a lot of research about what, I don't smoke. I Like I said, I only do edibles. But there are plenty of websites out there, including, like, for me, Leafly is a very important one for me because that actually goes over strains. And each strain, it talks specifically about the side effects and the good side effects. So, it talks about, hey, this will make you... Uh, this helps with anxiety or this helps with sleeping or things like that. It talks about the negative ones as well.
3: Helps you recognize what you need and what's good for your body.
2: And, and in general, each person has their own individual stuff and stuff like that. But for me in edibles, it's a very good measurement of what... Y- it's a very more safe way for you to be able to kind of experiment and figure out what's good for you. Mm-hmm. So, like... With edibles, because they're especially in California, they're so now like focused on percentages. You can just eat half of one, or you can take a bite and just wait and see how it affects you, and then you don't mm-hmm. have to have it again.
0: That's also the the scary part about the hybrids is that they all have different effects. While a pure indica or a pure well mostly pure in, uh, sativa is pretty straightforward. Like a sativa is going to do one thing, an indica is going to do another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but a hybrid can do in an, any combination of what they both do. So if you're trying it for the first time, which I totally want to hear everybody's first time experiences. Um, if okay. you're trying it for the first time, be don't try a hybrid. Try a try a more pure strain so you can figure out which one is more for you. And don't be around your stoner friends because <laughs> they'll be they'll be doing stuff that they're fully experienced with and probably have a tolerance to. And if it's your first time, you're going to be like, I don't know what just happened to me, but I'd... it's 5 a.m. and I'm playing Pac-Man. I don't know how I got here, but, you know, I'm
2: here now. The other thing I would say is if you are going to try edibles, make sure to wait until it affects you because it, for everybody, that's different, too. <laughs> if you take a bite of it and it's not affecting you after an hour, wait longer. Because it may eventually kick in, and you don't want to have to have taken another one, realize an hour and a half in, that you took too much, and you're freaking out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, that's luckily, most other things, there's no, like, alcohol edibles out there. No. <laughs> Usually, if, well, you're, if you're drinking or doing anything else, it's going to be affecting you pretty quick.
2: <laughs> well, and we already actually talked about the THC versus CBD thing, too. Um If you take a THC heavy edible and it's affecting you too much, there are now 100% CBD edibles too that you can take and then it kind of dampens the THC on it. So you won't be as much in your head or you won't be as much.
0: Just don't take milk when you eat edible brownies. You will get twice the effect in half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is not a scientific study. (laughs) Yeah, I do want to hear everybody's first time though. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start. Yep. Uh, my first time was back in sophomore year of college. Um, her name was no. <laughs> um, I don't remember when mine was. Yeah. Uh, it was at a friend's condo that was on school campus and they were passing around a J and Ooh. I was like, Oh yeah, sure. Like I'll join. it was slightly to be like, I want to feel cool oh, in front of my friends uh, who brought okay. me here. Of course. And slightly like, Oh, these people are pretty relaxed. I'll be fine. Um, and then the lights went out and the wall turned on. Uh, and by the wall, I mean the movie the wall. Uh, not the, oh, wall. <laughs> yeah, the wall Pink Floyd yeah, oh, the Pink Floyd uh, movie. That's terrible. Um, and but r- right before that, they had like two or three TVs on. I don't know why they had two or three TVs, but half of them were turned like to the NASA channel and one of them would turn to the science channel. And then they just turned two of them off and then like kept on. Uh, the wall and I was like oh god and I was sitting on a stool at, on the t- at the time too so my balance was off and so basically for the next hour and a half of feeling terrible I was looking around and staring at everybody and I was like they're all looking at me they're staring at me and why are they staring at me and then I would look at the wall and I'm like oh this is a- I don't like watching this and I just kept doing that for an hour and a half just all up in my head so I probably it was a sativa strain had to have been Um, I was just in my head for like an hour and a half of like pure anxiety and uh, like everybody else was more relaxed and just kind of sitting in the couch uh, which just seems opposite for sativa yeah Um, and I just felt just plain awful after that experience everything got a lot better and a lot easier (laughs)
2: yeah Cor- yeah. One, uh, huh? I was gonna say, other than the dog story, did you did you have another one?
3: Uh, honestly, it's kind of boring because it was. I've literally only done edibles, um, just because of my whole experience with being overprotective about my lungs because I used to be a swimmer. Hey, um, you got good lungs. Yeah, I want to keep them that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like coughing. Um, the Pokemon. but you like coffee. I was gonna say <laughs> coughing doesn't like you either. Yeah, no, I don't like wheezing either. Yeah. Um. Yeah but uh i ended up having like a gummy um and essentially i just got super tired i was like hey i feel real sleepy i'm gonna go to sleep and that was it
2: <laughs> what, a great, uh, what a great i, I tried fighting oh, it for yeah. a little bit i'm like <laughs> yeah i, my I don't thought... like the feeling <laughs> no, of no. fighting sleepiness um, I'm just, you know, so i feel sleepy so it's better i
1: think it was yeah uh, otherwise sleeping. it would have been <laughs> school. maybe so, around like 17 know? so probably <laughs> junior senior year of nathan did you want to go with your first time um and i remember He's going many to the times. there's a rose garden <laughs> near the high school um michael i think you'd be familiar with it um yeah all right um anyway there's a nice rose garden area and uh, a little a lot of rows where you can go in and kind of just be discreet most of the time people walk by whatever but um uh, so anyway we, i know of i like, have yeah, no I idea know, what right? you were talking <laughs> but about but we go there and it's it's uh, it's a group of uh, it's me a group of friends. Uh, we have uh, we're passing around a joint. Oh, no, we're smoking <laughs> out of a bowl. Sounds like you're doing yes. harder drugs. <laughs> a bowl. And um, we stabbed ourselves you know, in like a, like a with pipe. an injector. No, like a pipe. Okay, it was a pipe. It was a glass pipe. I'm g- <laughs> a glass pipe. And um, so wait, like a legit bowl? Like, right, like cool, it was well, just like a bowl? Like uh. No, they converted you know, a bowl anything, into a pipe. A I was pipe, like, "That's a please. massive bowl." <laughs>
0: so, um,
1: so I give it a go, right? And um, I remember, I remember it just kind of the I think it's kind of getting a little more colorful, um, feeling a little more giggly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember walking down, walking back to our friend's house, uh, who lived nearby, and. Uh, one of one of his my friend's sister, she said, uh I think she said something along the of, complaining about her cramps from her period, right? Like period, and I was something about her period, right? Just and and I, I don't know why, but in my brain I'm like, yeah, having a period, it is cramping up for a month and it's bleeding. That sounds kind of fun. <laughs> <And> I, just, <laughs> I have no idea why. Yeah. And so I I don't know why I just said that and it was. Just, no idea why, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what <laughs> uh, that does not sound fun. I don't know.
2: <laughs> but
1: that's um. Other than that, it was pretty unmemorable. There's um. You're like, stupid brain, stupid brain. That's about brain. it. I, that's about all I remember. But um, I didn't start smoking pretty heavily until after wow. like 19 or 20. So that's alright of High school, but <laughs> that was definitely the first time. I only smoked a couple of other times after that. That was fun, (laughs) yes,
0: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. ever.
2: I'm glad you remember it so well. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, look. Um. Okay. So my I don't like I said I don't remember when my first time was. I just remember a A lot of when he was a baby. No. (laughs) Um. I actually smoked first out of a bong. Um, it was a large one. And I I remember specifically...
0: <laughs> you kind of
2: sound like an old president. It was a big bong. It was a big one. It was the biggest. The, look, this thing was massive. Um, no, the weird thing is, is, for it being my first time, I felt like I had a lot higher tolerance than I actually did. Um, I smoked way more than pretty much any other time I've done it. Um and then I was at a friend's house, we're all kind of at- just passing the bong around and stuff like that. Strange. And I got super chill, relaxed.
0: <laughs> he put on his sunglasses,
2: oh and uh, a suede coat. No, what ended up happening is, is my friend put on Muppets in Space. The oh. movie Muppets in Space this is really weird. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow at Muppets some point my space. friends convinced me <laughs> that some sort of like dog toy was a was fireworks and we were gonna go set them off in a nearby park I have no idea it wasn't fireworks at all and we didn't end up doing it I didn't leave the house so I have no idea what they ended up doing but um but yeah I definitely was like oh my god yeah fireworks let's do this like and then I ended up not doing anything and I think I just ended up passing out but it was weird because I felt like I smoked way, like I said, I smoked a good bunch of bong hits, but uh, since then, never have done that many. And it, I get, like I said, now I only do edibles and it's mostly to help me sleep and things like that. So it's interesting.
0: Well, and that's, uh, that's actually like part of that experience is like, I've known a few people who done it their first time and didn't feel anything for like the first month of trying it. Yeah, And that could happen. That could really happen. So, I mean, like, if you, if anybody's invested in trying it, I don't know. Like, that sounds strange to me. It'd be like, yeah, I'm really invested in trying this weed stuff. <laughs> um, but, like, anybody who's invested, like, you know, either try it a couple times and then, you know, just stop. Or if you're invested in me, just try it a couple more times. You know, try anything a second
2: time, like Nathan says. Uh- <laughs> well, I mean, in reality, as we've already discussed, it's about finding something that's comfortable and good for you. because. Yeah there are so many strains out there. There's obviously a bunch of different ways uh to do it. It's not only smoking via either joint, pipe, bong, uh water bong, uh air bong. Like there's so many different ways to to smoke it. Then there's also edibles um which there are like cookies, gummies, like a bunch of different types of edibles. There's mints, there's drinks. Um and then there is also um oils um which can be applied topically but then also um also uh ingested or things like that. And so there's a they they've had leaps and bounds of advancements in kind of how marijuana is consumed and all the different kind of uh processes of it as well.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a very fun uh industry <laughs> to know about. Yeah. Uh and you know in in fact like uh as Nathan was saying like there's the glass pipes, which are coming in all different colors. And then there's bongs, which, you know, are made into anything. There's a Millennium Falcon bong. There's a, you know, there's a... Uh, cord Apple bong. Yeah, there's a cord Apple bong. You can make a bong out of ice.
2: That's <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Actually, that was one of my favorite ways to smoke was out of like an ice bong or a bong with ice in it. Yeah. Just to cool down the smoke. It's a lot better.
0: That's what I was literally just going to ask. I was like, what's your preferred way? Obviously, you're not preferred way for... Corey's is nothing. Or edibles. I guess yours is still edible. Mine's still edibles yeah. for sure. Uh, Mine is usually bong or...
2: I think that's it. I mean, I don't... I... Any other way. My biggest issue with the my other ways is, is... Exactly. My throat dies and or the heat from whatever causes your throat to get that much worse. And that's why, like, the bong has so much distance between where it's burning and when you're <laughs> it's inhaling. It's across the room. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there could be. There's there's massive bombs like that. But, but anyway, you've seen the social network. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the thing for me is that ice uh, specifically I cools like down the, the smoke. It like makes it calmer and, and things the, like that. So it's a lot better
1: experience. Yeah. yeah. I think those are yeah. really convenient. And obviously you get the um, direct like the hit as, like the, as opposed to like an edible you don't nice have to wait for I get your body them. to go through. Um, Nathan, you what's your favorite way to my absolute preferred way, and this is, I'm going to get a little fancy with it. I forget where I heard this, but I picked uh, yeah, yeah, it's called a Colorado fruit smoothie. Yes. all right, so Ooh, you poked. you get a bong, you have your bong, right? And you get one with the ice catch as you do. Uh, and do this with a bong big enough if you can. um bonlish uh, get some frozen fruit in what? Instead what of ice and you throw it in there right? You smoke your preferred of strain. Whatever it may be, hybrid or sativa, uh, or indica, whatever you want, and
2: (laughs) oh, okay. Uh.
1: Um, and then, um, you know, just smoke that, and it uh, tastes. You're saying there aren't any other strains initially? uh, Hybrid or sativa?
2: Indica does not exist. (laughs) Don't do that one. So everybody (laughs) wins.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> to, to be at all, I had mean, my friends. I think they play. I, my friends played a joke on 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 me this uh, well, this on me. It's been that I is like, the crazy thing. While Eating the fruit after the stems after, um, you have know, to eat their own. They, they know, eat their own. You know, yeah, yeah. And so they they're like, yeah, just eat the stem. Like people just do that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just and then I just eat it. And uh, it wasn't until. Like I don't know, like a year, or two years later, or like, or something, where yeah. they finally tell me, or I bring I it up, and thing. it's like, no, that was a joke. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't think you'd actually do it, and so I was like, oh well, I've been doing that for years. So whatever, <laughs> I guess I'll just keep doing it. I mean, it didn't really bother me. It's like it's like parsley or something. It's like a decorative uh a decorative little little accent on the plate. It's fine.
0: <laughs> and then he's been doing it for years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, eat the uh... apple stem, the frozen well, apple that... stem that your your weed is strained through anyway. And a little dash yeah. Uh drink the water afterwards. Oh, uh, no. don't do that. <laughs> don't, do don't, that. Do don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. Um
0: um that's actually funny because the the most dangerous part to eat raw is just the nugs. Uh which is the stuff you smoke. You should not be eating that. Uh, Because ingesting that will actually just make you sick.
2: Makes sense. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. (laughs) I like learning about people's first times. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Do you have a way for each one of you that you picked out your perfect quote unquote strain? Yes. Okay. Well, tell
2: us about that, Richard. So, um, like I said, I use Leafly for one, which has not expanded to edibles, but... If you, when you do research on edibles, usually it tells you what uh, hybrid strains it has in it or some sort of like highlight to say, oh, Girl Scout cookies with Jack Herrera or whatever the, that other strain is. Jack Herrera. Yeah. Um, and then you look at those strains and see what they do. So for me, I've gone through many different brands and many different types of edibles, mostly gummies. To the point of where i've found now favorite brand which is uh kiva um and they have a couple different uh lines of edibles which are really good my favorites the el camino and they have a wild berry and a uh blueberry one which are heavy indicas um which are both really good they taste good they just put you to sleep they're really really good uh
0: mine might be very similar to Nathan's uh mine is what costs the cheapest <laughs> <laughs> um but i try to i personally try to stick with indicas because usually i'm at least nowadays i'm trying to only smoke closer to nighttime or after like 5 um that way it leads nicely into sleeping um but i've been trying to find just something cheap because if you are buying marijuana you should not be spending more you should not be spending that much money on it, to be honest. Uh, you should find some kind of cheap deal because honestly, the the quality of something you're finding at a store is good enough that it doesn't matter what you buy. As long as the strain is what matters. So yes. as long as it's doing what you needed to do, that's what's important. Um I'm more on the recreational side than the uh, the medical side. Um, but you know, I know that. Richard, you and at least your wife are very uh, on the more medical side of it. So
2: we use it in in that to help us. Not we're not trying. For me, I will bounce back and forth depending on what I'm doing because I like to pick out strains also that can just get me playing hockey. So that I can enjoy something royally baked, (laughs) royally yeah. (laughs) Such as so like a hockey game. If I'm going to a hockey game, things like that. Like a like a King John or a King Henry
0: or like what King Richard, Qu- Queen Elizabeth,
2: King Richard, uh, King Richard.
0: No, it's in my I, glove. I would not I doubt that. that. <laughs> right here, it's in my glove. although if you get checked into the and... boards, <laughs> it might feel okay
2: after for a while. Yeah, yeah Nathan, yeah. you just put your hand up. The puck's been in the
0: goal for like a minute. <laughs> in fact. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. Uh, I am. <laughs> just you slowly I start eating it out the eyes, and, and cool. then they call yeah, it the backup goalie. Like kind of <laughs> Nathan, do you have a way you pick out? Yeah. Your so I mean, sometimes, um,
1: sometimes it's uh, it's good, and it'll like. I mean, most of the time, it's it's totally fine. I'd be like, yep, that that got me high. Like, I just. That's all I, you know. I'm more of a recreational kind for the next kind of month, you're kind of like, it. oh, so I guess I'm feeling this it, way for about a month. <laughs> when I get home from work, um, or on a weekend, go on a hike, uh, like I said, that's that's always fun to do. But uh, there are the very few times I've I've bought it where I've I've smoked it and not much happened. You know, it just wasn't very good. So, but that it's only been a few times in, um, you know, in the years past. But. That's not really a an issue anymore with you know how i think how far everyone's gotten with their with their strains and and product and how yeah. how how nice and precise it's gotten so that's uh it's nice
0: yeah yeah um i I will let you all know a few a few words if you don't know them. Uh, there is bud, which is the actual smokable leaf of marijuana. There's a thing called keef, which is the fine crystals that have fallen off into the bottom of a grinder, which grinds up your weed, That's... which is basically just a kitchen in- implement. Uh, and then there's like things possible. called shake, which is just the loose bits of stem and like stem and leaf that have fallen off of the main stuff. So Nathan's favorite part. Nathan's favorite part. <laughs> he just eats it. Um. Um. And I think that's like your big words there. Uh, I guess if you're crazy, then there's like resin. But you well, know- I was gonna
2: say there's flour resin, but yeah. that's like literally flour is the actual herb, and then resin is the little like the oil or the like. Yeah. Yeah. Solution.
0: I wanted to finish off today with pro tips. Uh, my pro tip is to go try out a joint of something before very you actually convenient. try very any convenient. strain because that's a lot cheaper investment than buying any uh, amount of flour. Would... Also, it comes in a nice package uh, pre-able-to-be-smoked uh, I haven't, I haven't really just... uh, piece of paper. So <laughs> not so. yeah, that's my <laughs> not, pro not tip. So pro t- Nathan, what's your pro so tip? pro
1: tip, take the biggest rib you can possibly take and hold it in your lungs Smoke it out of the butt. for, I don't know... 20
2: seconds. How about a not so 15 seconds?
1: Tip. As long as you're, as you want. What, what the about a casual tip? And then just exhale, just let it all out, <laughs> and then um, just go from there. You know? Yes, got to, need to <laughs> start shredding the guitar. You know, and then yeah, of course. But in your make brain, sure you put on your you aviators. Think you will, and that's all that really matters, right? <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: and you go step you go get into a drum kit you just start playing the drums afterwards you'd be really cool even if you don't know how to play
2: <laughs> uh, richard pro tip um i kind of gave a couple pro tips already but cory pro tip like i said the the edibles is <laughs> Try half. Don't try in, in whatever you get incremental doses. Um sure. I would recommend usually going with the cookies initially even though and only take half. Do not get eat the entire five cookie. 5
0: milligrams. Yeah. Ten, five. No, I made the
2: mistake of eating an entire bag once and that was not fun. <laughs> what? Yeah, incremental
0: dose. And if after an hour and a half to 2 hours you don't feel anything, then take double the amount.
2: No. no. And then
0: die.
3: No, no, that's not a shit portion. Also,
2: check the packaging. Make sure sure it's CBD or um, THC or indica hybrid, whatever, before you eat it. Yeah, Uh, in a not
0: joking way, remember that these things do last for three to four hours after ingested or after you start feeling them. So if you don't feel something after two hours, it's possible you could take one more. But remember, then you'll start feeling those effects three for three to four more hours right yeah. so if you're like it's a, if it's eight o'clock at night and you take an edible remember if you take another one two hours later you're gonna you're probably gonna feel it when you wake up because a marijuana has a thing where it doesn't like to leave your system if you're sleeping with it <laughs> uh Corey, any last pro tips uh i would just say if
3: you're trying it for the first time be in a place that you're already comfortable with because mm-hmm. if you have any anxiety or uncertainty it's only going to compound that um, so if you have people that you're comfortable to be around, be around uh, those people. Well, or if you would if, rather be I'll by yourself something.
1: in well, an this environment you're familiar music. with, do it that way. All getting yeah. stoned. So <laughs> do
2: by yourself, taking indica. Yeah.
0: Any last things anybody wants to say? So leaving off. I
1: really enjoy no. what is called stoner good. metal, a whole subject of metal dedicated to just okay. smoking weed, whether it is the lyrical content or oh yeah, personal uh, just recommendations for uh, random life. things literally be about anything. It's more about the sound of just crunchy blues riffs and it just sounds really pleasing you know, to, to me and you know, might to you, I would um, you'd listen to some Sleep, uh, very popular, uh, Red Fang Monolord, uh, Black Sabbath, very very popular um, Electric Wizard, very fun, very fun uh, Stoned Jesus, that's a great name, I think off that alone I think you have to give them a listen um, you know these these are bands that I like to listen to uh while just getting high I like to smoke a joint come home uh come back from work or take a take a bong rip or something and lay back and I'll throw on a record and just relax <laughs> play some video games maybe um or just sit on the couch but yeah if if you if you really enjoy music definitely recommend those yeah Yes, yes. I'm more of the the metal guy, but Uh, definitely Lo-Fi and the easy easy going music music. uh, to start for
2: sure. Lo-Fi hip-hop. Lo-Fi and anything is super good. Go find that.
0: Don't, again. Yeah. I like uh, lo-fi Nintendo music.
2: <laughs> yep, lo-fi Zelda is amazing. That'd be great. That'd yeah. be great to so start So one more time, asleep, Monolore, wizards, Wizard, Stone Jesus. Bands. That'd be great. Uh, all, all of those band names are actually band members in a different band. There are also strains that are out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I hope you take those recommendations to heart, uh, especially if you're trying for first time. And if you've never tried those and you are a weed connoisseur, uh, go ahead and try, uh, what the, the, what the Colorado fruit blaster, what was it?
2: Fruit smoothie.
0: Colorado fruit smoothie.
2: Colorado fruit blender. Fruit smoothie. Smoothie.
3: But yeah, uh, essentially, make sure that you know it's legal where you're taking it. If you're deciding to take it, not in Australia, we're, we're only recommending you to take it if you are willing and able to. <laughs> don't do it if you're not willing or <laughs> <Yeah>. able to. <laughs> in a place where it is available to have legally.
0: Yeah. No, don't baby smoke it, man. No. Um,
3: and as always, if you can rate, review, and subscribe, we do appreciate that a lot. You can find us at social media places at generally casual at a lot of things yeah <laughs> uh but yeah it helps us a lot we want to talk to you guys if you weed. have any recommendations yeah, or any interesting facts about weed
2: favorite strains Ooh, Fav- favorite strains
3: favorite places in history about weed
0: hey.
2: Favorite weed story.
0: Yeah.
3: Like, apparently, uh, the Australian government was utilizing satellites <laughs> to find where uh, people were illegally growing weed. That's oh. actually because true. They would use it in, like, they would grow it in the middle of forests and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so it would be really hard to find... So they would use satellites, and they would use like thermal
0: imaging a lot of the time to see where to roofs. Find people. Uh, uh, quick documentary recommendation: Go watch Murder Mountain on Netflix, which talks about a, a mountain or a hill in California where a bunch of people grow weed, and they do that exact same process to find people.
3: <laughs> wow, that's like I feel like that's a bait and switch there with that title.
2: Uh, well there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people who murdered oh yeah okay. it's not a great place <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah there we go that's what i wanted to hear <laughs> yeah
0: um and you know like we all have partaken um it's definitely a comfortable comfortability factor uh, make sure you're of age uh, uh you know that's important for us as people who are recommending something don't say, "Hey, I'm 12 and I went and just smoked my first weed because the casual people told us." Uh, yeah, make sure you're of age. Uh, most places it's 21. Uh, a few places it's 18 by medical standards, uh, and make sure you're you know smoking within moderation. That's really really important. Um, Responsible use. Yeah, because you can pick up you know things like uh, uh, bronchitis from it uh, just from constant. Uh, smoke in your lungs it's not Uh, from weed uh, it's just from uh, you have a bunch of smoke in your lungs you should stop doing that for like a week or two so you stop coughing so much other than that have a great time because uh, it's a good time out there Okay, okay. Hey, well, you know, have a good smoke. Have a good bowl yeah. because yeah. smoking's really cool. Wait, no,
2: no, no. Wait, hold no, on. that's the opposite. I'll no. no that's a the, Hold
0: on. Let me put on my suit and just look down at people. <laughs> I'll keep it simple. I was going to
2: say, we should not do the opposite, though. Don't smoke or no. else you'll turn All into a deflated do human being. <laughs> <directly>. Don't <laughs> smoke or a dog will shame you.
0: <laughs> we didn't talk about those commercials, but like that. maybe that'll be on part two.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a dog will walk in and... Be disappointed <laughs> in you. What if the. Oh, God. Yeah. As always, stay
0: leafy.